week, another great episode, another group of funny comedians who are going to help us roast the headlines. And there's so much to talk about this week, like the Royals, of course, you know, we're talking about them. Uh, we're talking about politicians, of course. Doesn't it feel good to not have to worry about like he who should not be named? Like I'm still not trying to say his name and we're not going to cover no stories of him unless he goes to jail or dies. But there's still other politicians that's out here doing some fuck shit. So we got to talk about them too. And so much more stuff. First up, can I bring up to the stage Tim? Tim, come and say hello to the people, please. Please welcome Tim. Hey, Tim. How you doing? Hey, Chloe. How are you? Um, I'm good. Tim, I wanted to tell you something what? that um, people have been commenting, okay? People have been leaving comments on both YouTube channels. Please subscribe to the new, new YouTube channel. We're about to talk about that right after this. Saying, oh my gosh, who is that man on the show? Who is that guy that pops up? He's so handsome. So Tim, I told Tim before this, so don't act surprised. I said, Tim, we're going to work on a segment for you so that we can get you a woman in your life. So we're going to um, do like a love match for Tim, y'all. So if you know any eligible bachelorettes um, who love to cook, who nice. love swords, because Tim got swords, who love technology and gadgets, who loves everything Apple and goes and buys that shit the first day it drops and actually watch the Apple motherfucking like board video meeting that they shoot for each thing that they roll out. Like if you want somebody that's going to read the directions and like do all of that stuff, this Tim's a man for you. I'm trying, I'm helping you out. I'm trying to find you love. Nah. What what you don't want a woman in your life? <laughs> it's it's comp no. No. You, you know what Tim, listen, Tim. We've been in a pandemic for over a year now. You mean to tell me after having to survive this past year and all the emotional turmoil and isolation, you don't want to jump out there and get you a woman right now? Nah. Well, what you trying to do with your life? I don't know. Um, Damara, that is a great name. That might be the name of the segment. Time with Tim, because we we gonna ha it's gonna take us some time to get you to break down these walls so that you can embrace love. That's what twenty twenty one is all about: embracing love. Thank you. Now I gotta find Dean's comment to take it off because since I distracted you, you forgot how to do two things at once. Okay, I did it. <laughs> It's done. <laughs> um, all right. So we're going to think about the type of woman you need, uh, Tim. Thank you for coming up here. Let the let the people see your face. Give, give them some, some blue steel real quick. Hit them. Wow. Pose, nigga. Smile. Pose. Yeah, give, give us like your, like what, what would your image be on like your, your Bumble page? Like what Why the fuck are you doing this? Because you need it. Take me off here. Bye, Tim. Bye. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. Give it up for Tim. Actually, no, actually, it should be hearts for this nigga because you about to get him a wife. Can I want to be the flower girl? Oh my god, can you imagine me being the flower girl at Tim's nuptials with his future lady? All right. Okay, um, so we have some official Clomerican business to address. Listen, y'all not about to y'all not about to sit up here and comment on Tim for the rest of the fucking show. His time is over, okay? His time is over. All right, ladies and gentlemen, you know 
I've been telling y'all for the past four months that I have started a new YouTube channel, okay? And the time has finally come where I can name the YouTube link. That's been the hardest part. So if you don't know, if you're on YouTube and you start an account, you have to have the account up and active for 30 days, plus add a profile header photo and an Avi photo and order. And then, and then also have over a hundred subscribers. That's why I've been telling you to subscribe, 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 subscribe to new channel before you can change to your vanity URL. So the time has come for us to pick the vanity URL for my new channel on YouTube. Now, some things to keep in mind. Number one, I'm going to be doing a lot of things out here. Okay. I'm going to be doing a lot of things now that I live in La La Land in Los Angeles. She went from New York to LA. Um, and so I want this new channel to encompass everything that I do. So I'm going to be writing, I'm going to be directing, I'm going to be putting up funny skits and short sh short films, plus continuing to do Chloe Across America and every other thing that I want to do creatively, visually. So what should the name of the new YouTube channel be? Should it be Hilliard Media? Should it be by, shut up, Brooke. Brooke, why would I name it Chloe's BBQ and Foot Massage? Should it should it be uh um just Chloe or hey Chloe? Um what uh, think about it. We don't have to think about it right now, but like as you think about it, let's go to the comments because I have no clue. I have no clue. But hopefully y'all can help me figure it out. Think about it, DM me, uh, you know, hit me, text me if you have my number, all of that stuff. Okay, good. I think it should be called Chloe Agatha and Friends. Nope, no, no, no. Yeah, that's my name no. for you. No. No. I mean, it might. I don't know. We'll figure it out, but we'll think about it. Okay. All right. Let's get this show rolling. Um, I also haven't really been doing business as much as I should be doing it on here. So please, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in and watching. Remember, I should do this a lot, like when it first started and then like we found our tribe and we just all know what the fucking agenda is. But let me appeal to a larger audience, especially now that I'm going to a new channel so that I can get my fucking aggregation popping and they don't hide my page and ghost me from making money. So now that I'm trying to appeal to a wider audience, ladies and gentlemen, you are watching Chloe Across America. I'm Chloe Hilliard. I'm a comedian, a journalist, and now a talk show host. This is my show that I started in the pandemic, and I'm so glad that you can join us. So if you need to know more about this show, you can tune in every Thursday at 7 p.m. Pacific time or 10 p.m. Eastern time and just enjoy the world that we've created here, myself and the Club Americans. You can like, share, and subscribe and share with a friend because the more you tell people, the more we have people watching. It's very simple. It's not rocket science. All right. And scene. Thank you. Thank you. You're trying to jazz it up a bit. All right, let's get ready for our guests. These two are very funny, super hilarious comedians. And um, I thought about them because I just like crashed a live that they had with Yamanika. I didn't even know that Instagram now has up to like four people that you can have on a live. So I just clicked on it. Next thing you know, I'm on a live with my headscarf laying in bed, getting ready to go to bed. And they were on it. And I was like, yo, I have to have y'all on my show this week. So please welcome to the show. <sighs> How to catch my breath. All right, hold on. Okay. Please <laughs> welcome to the show, Miss Mia Jackson and Akeem Woods. What's up? Hey, 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 hey everybody. How are you? Hey. 
good. I'm great. How are you? Look, look at Akeem. Hey, Chloe. What's up? I'm good. Hey. All right. So um, thank you for joining me this evening. I'm so glad that you're here. Uh, we're going to have so much fun because there's so much to talk about. But before we get into the 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 topics of this evening. I just want to spotlight both of you. Um, Mia, just like I just sold my soul to get people to subscribe and share my <laughs> show. Go ahead and do your best uh, soft shoe and tell people who you are. <laughs> Guys, I'm Mia Jackson and my weave bangs are about to fall out. So um, help. But uh, yeah, just, you know, you can find me out in the, in the internet, miajackson.com at Mia comedy on Twitter at me a comedy on Instagram and I'm on I'm on Facebook. I mean I'm there but I'm not. But yeah. And I got specials and stuff. So go watch it. Yeah. On Comedy Central. There you go. Everything is Mia Jackson comedy. You might want to change mm -hmm. you want to change your handle so people can follow you Mia Jackson comedy. You know what? I should. You're I right. Do, I didn't do it. Listen, this 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 show is homegrown. They know what's up. Um <sighs> I, what's up with you brother? What's up guys? Thank you. Someone said they like my Jigglypuff hat. Thank you. I love Jigglypuff. Uh, you, my Instagram handle is also Akeem Woods, A-K-E-E-M Woods, um, on Facebook. I don't, I have a Twitter, but I don't understand it. So don't follow me on that. Um, I have some shows coming up. I, I, I open for God for a bunch and we're doing some shows. So we're doing Tampa Improv on the 19th through the 21st. And then we're doing, uh, the Addison Improv the week after that. And then something in Austin. In April. Oh, books and busy. <laughs> books and busy jiggly puff. Yes. Oh, and if you're a single man, hit me up. All right. See, we out here trying to we out here trying to find people love. Mm -hmm. We out here trying to find people love. Y'all getting me excited. I'm pressing my soundboard too hard. Oh my God. Where's Gabe to clown? We talking about Chloe doing the most. Um, all right, y'all. Akeem, now I want you to jog my memory. How did we meet? I think I remember how we met, but I'm not sure. We met in Louisiana. Oh, my God. That, that, oh okay. So, Mia, you got to hear this story. Akeem, if you can't tell the story, let me know. I don't know if you're still friends with that person, but I'm about to, I, who is telling the story? You can tell the story. I am, a, I'm good acquaintance with them, but you can tell the story. I'm already scared. Lady. Already. And gentlemen. Okay. So if you didn't know, I was touring the country for seven years straight. Okay. I did every small town college, um, community college, any university, any place of where they got a teacher that says two plus two. I was there performing stand-up comedy. And so I got booked to perform at this school in, in Louisiana, but Northern Louisiana, which nobody talks about. I mean, um, Louisiana, no, nobody talks about Northern Louisiana. They always talk about the coast, yeah. right? So I'm in Northern Louisiana. Um, whenever I go to a small town, I always want to try something local. So I, I asked like, what should I get to eat? They was like, oh, you got to try the fried alligator. So I went and got me some fried alligator. Right. And so I'm ready to do the show. Now, the thing about me in colleges is that I don't get booked a lot in the South because I am a northerner and I don't have the type and co correct me if I'm wrong, but I came in me because y'all both come from something mm -hmm. to me. Um, I don't have the type of material, like the cultural understanding of the social ways of Southern life to, to, I don't have that in my jokes, you know? So yeah. things that we're, I just, yeah, don't. We're foolish in the South. Yeah. yeah. We don't. Yeah. yeah Not like, all of us. 
y'all like really silly and relatable. But, but it yes. has to be something to be like, you ever had your mama do such and such and such? Uh, and like, yes. Yeah. Like, uh, I remember I went to a comedy club in South Carolina. This I was so early on, but you know, I was like eager. I was like, I want to see comedy all the time. And I was in the comedy house in South Carolina, in Columbia, South Carolina. Ooh. Exactly. And, <laughs> that club um, is <laughs> and exactly like the dude was on stage and he got into an argument with somebody in the audience and like hit him with the mic stand. It was all right, anyway. Wait, so, were you were you there that night? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so because because my grandparents live in, in in South Carolina, so I would whenever I would go, I would be like here for a weekend. I'm gonna try and go, you know, because you you know when you oh, kind of like get it everywhere. Yeah. Um, so anyway, I remember the one comic on that show was like, "You ever had something smell like potted meat?" And I turned to my friend, I was like, "What is potted meat?" Mm. And then, like, but everybody's like cracking up, laughing, like, I, and I'm like, I have "That's how." little I get booked in the South. So I was excited to get booked in the South to be able to perform in front of black people because on the road performing at these colleges, very rarely was I in front of a large black audience. Like I would go, I would be walking into the auditorium to go do my show, like my sound check. And I'll see like black students just walking around like in the quad or whatever. And I'll be with somebody from the school and they'd be like, this is Chloe. She's a, like pretty much people be like, here's a black woman, black people. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And they'd be like, like, I ain't gonna see that show, and I'll be like, please come. Like, so anyway, I've been there. Yeah. So I was excited <laughs> to perform in front of black people. So I'm headlining the show, whatever. So there's another comic. It, it was a two bill. So it was another comic and then me. And he was a very nice guy, right? He, he and, and Akeem were there together because Akeem drove with him. Was that 14 hours? Yeah. To get to the show, right? Yeah. This was. This was. This had to be like six or seven years ago. Yes, this is a long time ago. Yeah, yeah, because I was like new in a comedy. I was like, I'll go on the road. I'll do blah, blah, blah. I wasn't even out of the closet back then. I was still, because I came out like five or six years ago. So I was still just trying yeah. to figure out. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I remember, I remember um, being like, oh, this guy, you know, you were cool. And I was, I was interested because I was like, he drove with this man 14 hours and didn't even get on stage. So I yeah. was like, why did you come here? Like, I, you know, I would have thrown, in, I didn't know you, but like, I would have thrown you up. I would have given you five minutes, whatever. I'm not saying this to, to slight the guy. I'm just saying to you, I was, I was trying yeah. to figure out like, how much do you love comedy? Not 14 hours worth. <laughs> um, At that time. Oh. Yes. At this, oh, I mean, I've <laughs> never, I've never driven 14 hours for, um, stand up. Anyway. So. I remember before the show started, I peeked out and like the audience is like packed, right? And I'm like so excited because it's like mostly black people. And the guy was like, um, I'm going to do my time, my 20 minutes, and then, you know, I'll bring you right up. And I was like, cool. So I'm in the back, you know, and most comics always say this, but it's true. You don't really pay attention to who's going up before you. You don't really like not for the whole thing. You'll just yeah. go in and out, but you're not going to sit there and watch somebody's whole set because you're doing your own thing. You drinking water, you know, you're checking your phone, whatever. So I remember him being on stage for like a good 15 minutes. And then I come out and I go to Akeem. I was like, so is he almost done? And Akeem was like, oh, you'll know. You'll know. <laughs> oh, I want to know what this is. And I said, I said, what, what do you, what do you mean? He goes, he goes, oh, he has a big closer. 
right? Now, Southern comedians or people who work the South, they always have this. This is the difference between the South, the North, and the South. They have a gimmick that is like the biggest, and it tears the fucking house down, but they only have that thing, or maybe two other three things, but it's like, when you've seen it, you've seen it. You know you've seen it. You're not going to remember. You're never going to forget. Yeah. You're not gonna, you might not remember their name, but you're going to remember what the fuck they did. <sighs> So now I'm so I'm now I'm like now I got to watch. Now I got to stand here and watch the rest of the show. So I'm standing here and I was like, so what's the closer? And Akeem goes, um, now I forgot to mention that this was a pretty large man. Right? He was yeah. like 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 face, face on love, like shaped like phase on love. That's accurate, yeah. Big phase on, not small, big phase on. Okay. Yeah. Like the biggest, like, like, like not phase on Friday, phase on. Um, um, fucking Santa Claus, the elf, big face on, big face on, and white people movie, big face on. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So he's shaped exactly like that. So Akeem says, now mind you, this man had on slacks and a button down shirt. Okay. <sighs> so Akeem says his closer is he strips down. No. No, a pink thong, bitch. <laughs> oh, no. Does. And I said, I don't believe you. Do I? I know I said something like that. You I said that. Like, yeah, yeah. You said I, I don't believe you. I was like, I don't believe you. I don't believe you. And I had to stand there behind the curtain, so I couldn't even like look. Look, I had to like. Kind of oh. just like you know, you know, the middle of the curtain where you could kind of like slit and you just nobody could see you looking because you're like right behind a comic. So I'm like, and then I'm hearing the jokes, and I was like, this sounds like a joke where a nigga ends up in a fucking hot pink song. <laughs> <laughs> and and look, I don't even I haven't even heard the joke, and I I can I know there's a rhythm to it, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Man, after that, listen, after that, and I went up there with my fucking, hey, what's up, y'all? I'm from New York. I heard this. <laughs> Get this bitch out of here. Oh. Take her down to the riverside, Lord. Take it down. 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 She no. talking about reading books. She <laughs> talking about math and going to class. Get this Yankee bitch back to the savior. Take me to the cross. That's what I heard. Oh, God. I can't. But I'll... It was, it was an experience. How, how much time did the other guy do? Did he about an hour? No, no. He did, about he did 20, like 25, 20, 25 minutes. Okay. And I, you did an hour. I had to do. After, after the thaw reveal. I remember came, I came out and I said, I'm going to let you know right now, I'm not taking my shirt off. <laughs> so, I don't know what you want to uh, do, but I ain't, ain't nothing uh, going off. And some people left. Some people left. <laughs> <sighs> and so, Akeem, that is so great because when I saw you the other night, I was like talking to you and looking at your face. And I've seen you before. I've I've, I've seen you around, but this was yeah. the first time I had the other memory being like, <laughs> I think I met him. Yeah, and that's yeah, in uh, in good old Louisiana. 
Oh, I'm so glad I got to tell that story. I hope that guy's doing well. He was a nice guy. He is doing, yeah, he's doing fine. Yeah, he's still in Florida doing shows and working on stuff. And yeah, yeah. <sighs> tell him I said hello. Actually, don't, don't tell him I said hello. Don't tell him. <laughs> How many thongs has he gone through? Honestly, it's unnecessary. It's like the thing about him, I no, love no, him. No, we're not doing, we're not talking about him. Nope. Okay, you're right. You're right. You're right. Uh, I'm talking about him off, off stage, off off air. Beautiful, um, beautiful gowns. Beautiful gowns. Yes. Beautiful thongs. Beautiful thongs. He's gone through. He's gone through a lot, Mia. I'll just say that he's gone through a lot of. Underwear. Okay. Okay. I I at this point, his wife should be sewing them for him, or he should <laughs> order them special order from like a man's thong site. Yeah. He, he should. He should have an endorsement deal because he's. He he's still doing that joke. I'm yeah. pretty sure of it. Yeah, you okay. you don't look in southern comics. You you're not gonna stop doing that joke. Like Never. that's just no. Yeah. That joke stays. It yeah, stays. people say, "Oh, this is the guy that has that joke," and then yeah, mm -hmm. want to see it. Yeah, so, yeah, right. yes. Right. It's got to the point where, like, when I when I used to work with him, I wouldn't even watch that joke. I'd just watch the audience because I'm like, I know it's coming, so I just watch the audience. I'm like, oh, they're gonna be. And it's always interesting to watch their ridiculous uh, reactions to that. Well, I want to know how is it going to work after a pandemic because people are not with the shits. That is true. I don't know. <laughs> but, I mean, Florida doesn't care, so. Oh, yeah, that's true. Florida doesn't care. All right. Outside of Florida, it might be a little different, but Florida, they don't believe in, in science, so. Okay. All right. Oh, uh, yeah, that's true. All right, let's get to these headlines, ladies and gentlemen. Let's get to these headlines. Lines. This is why I'm supposed to have like music for like headlines and stuff, but I'll just do this. Um, up there, any people out there who make beats? If anybody makes beats, if you want to send beats to us, you can do that. If you want to use your beats on the show, you can send it over. Okay, cool. All right. Um, uh, we already know what it is. Uh, this past weekend, Megan, Harry, and Oprah sat down in the Garden of Eden. Look at this. Look at this set. Sat down in the Garden of Eden in the crossroads of Narnia to tell us <laughs> how hard they had it in the royal castle, aka the Buckingham Palace. Um, Mia Akeem, did you watch? I did not. And then, I, and then when you sent us the things for us to watch, I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna watch that. And then I didn't watch it twice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I, I said I, I did not watch it, but I feel the full confidence to speak about it. I do. I just I, I didn't watch it. I just I read articles and I had people tell me about it. That's yes. that's what I did. I yes. saw clips. I saw clips. I saw clips. I saw clips. Yeah. Look at Renina. She's so talented. She makes uh, beats with her armpits. Um, listen, <laughs> let me tell you something. I don't need to watch it because it. This is like one of those movies where they tell you the ending, but you still want to see how they got to that ending. It's like we knew going in that they was racist. The entire. Yeah family is in power because they raped and pillaged from other brown countries. So yeah. if you're sitting on a throne, bitch, you can't say I'm not racist because if you weren't racist, you would have atoned for your family's sin and say we don't need to have this fucking monarchy no more. Let's yeah. return these fucking jewels back to Africa and live off of our fucking interests. But y'all yeah. still keeping yeah. niggas in line like they gonna be the next king. And it's like this whole shit need to be shut down. It's, mm -hmm. it's. I mean, it's all just a complete fucking mess, is what it is. I mean, it's like, and we we didn't know. What do you mean you didn't know? Like, let's. How could you not? Listen. How could you not know? It's, For at this point, I'd be surprised if any ninety four 
four year old white woman isn't racist. Like no, any 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 no, it's anybody anybody born anybody white is racist. Like let's just <laughs> except, except for Betty White. I will fight for Betty except White. For Betty her hers is just ingrained at this point and we're not gonna see it. And she's built up too much goodwill from yeah. the um Golden Girls. I think I think I think <laughs> Betty White she, maybe she I don't know. No. No. Like when, because when a white person like Betty White is to that point where they like really get it and they like like De- Dolly Parton, like either they either they had to be dirt 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 fucking poor like Dolly Parton mm-hmm. was, or they had to you know kind of be put in their place a lot in Hollywood and they just was like let me be nice to everybody because you know I-, I don't feel like they just come to this epiphany without like some for real struggle. Like I I have a theory that. White people who were like for real drug addicts, like they're the most like realistic when it comes to race and understanding because they've been they they've been strung out or somewhere sucking dick with somebody black and Mexican and they was like they had my back and now they like remember right. like, <laughs> yeah somebody can I, oh I take that back about um Betty White somebody just said it in the comments but yeah she she had somebody on her show yeah that was black so but so Betty been been she been down for the calls for yeah. a while I, I take back my. But did she probably a little bit? I, I feel like, but I feel like she either was sleeping with a black man who like blew her back out, and she was like, "I will always do right by you," or like yeah. had a nanny who was like, like something had something triggered. I, I can, I can see that. I can see that. I agree yeah, that. she, yeah, but yeah, I was, I, yeah, I tried to come with a cutoff age, but I was like, there's no cut off no, white no, people. No, no. They're just um, you know what's so funny? It was uh this face that Oprah made when Megan was telling her all of this shit. And I wanted to be like, um sis, how you son? She had the well, that the, that looked like the Pikachu meme. Like that's the, <laughs> that's the look that she had. And I I'm like, oh. first of all, you should not be making these faces when she's telling you that they wanted to know how dark skin her baby was going to be because black people ask that question too and especially if you got friends who are having biracial kids you know you're going to be like i want to know how chocolate that baby going to be what you do is you look at the cuticle on the baby and you see if it's going to be dark in the, and in the ear tip so don't in act the like- ears thank you akeem is like yes. i have to deal with you fucking, uh, no no, because my, my sister is is um much, much lighter than me. And that was it. Everybody, when she was born, they were like, let's see that baby. Bring me that baby hand. Let me see that baby hand. And that's, yeah. I did, yeah. That's that's just the thing. Yeah. It, yeah. Oprah, Oprah, Oprah from, ain't Oprah from Tennessee? She ought to know that. She should definitely or know. Or something. Where's she from? Um, yeah, I thought she was from Chicago. No, she's no, not. That's... No, she's from the uh-uh. south. From the south. Oh, and yeah. Migrated to, she, she went from the south to, I think, like, DC or something like that. Yeah, Baltimore. Yeah, yeah. Baltimore. Baltimore. Yeah. And then from Baltimore, she went to Chicago. Okay, I knew something to do with Chicago was in Oprah's she, life. She was there mm-hmm. all the time. She as soon as that show, as soon as Oprah show was done, she got the fuck up out of Chicago. <laughs> she was like, "I'm done here." And she used to be. She used to bring so much money to that city. Like when you walk into the airport, they had her face like hanging in the airport. Oh, who ran that fucking town? Yes, 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 yes. Because mm-hmm. Chicago was not a big market until Oprah. Oprah made Chicago single handedly made Chicago a big market because celebrities would only go to LA and New York. They didn't stop in Chicago to do any press. But once her show yeah. got so popular, everybody went to Chicago. You know, That's Oprah cute. started in Baltimore on um, Channel Thirteen News, and they didn't want her on um, screen because they said she was ugly. 
So they they kind of made her a sidekick on a show called People Are Talking. But when she first came to the station, they had a promo going and was like, what is an Oprah? And it had all these dumbass white people getting on it like, I don't know, is it a chair? Is it a something no. you sit on? Yeah, like they was just like saying dumb shit the whole time. And I was like, this is fucking stupid. And that's how they introduced her to the market. Yeah. They, yeah, yeah. they couldn't wait for her to get the fuck out of there. <laughs> and now look at her. Look at her. Billionaire. Yeah. Right. She's like, bitch, who a chair now? Well, the dude that, that ran the show initially, um, the guy named Richard Cher, he brought her on and you could tell that he was bitter as fuck because she blew up and, you know, he was still like in chicken shit Baltimore market, a nobody and shit. So I know he really uh, regretted treating her like trash. Good. Wow. Yeah. That, yep, that's the right attitude to have because mm-hmm. you know when you pe- when you treat people like trash and they become into a, a place of power, you can't even ask them mm-hmm. for a tissue, bitch. I want yeah. I, when I, when my shit is tight, tight, and I'm running and doing everything that I want to do. And people say, "You, if you treated me like shit," and I hate to sound petty, but I'm gonna, I'm not gonna be one of those people that's not gonna tell tell you what you did to me. I'm gonna say, "Do you remember when you did this? Look where we are now." You know. Oh. Girl, if I was Oprah, I would have bought that news station and fired him. That's how petty yeah. I would have got. Like, I mean, <laughs> you couldn't give me if I I couldn't be a billionaire. I'd be I'd be buying Burger Kings, closing them down. I used to work at Burger King, and they were mean to me. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I would be I'd just be fucking shut up. I couldn't have that. <sighs> oh gosh, but see, the thing with the Meghan Markle interview is that it didn't stop there. I thought naively i thought that once the world heard their story and all the allegations of racism that people especially in the uk would start to like change their tune like even bethany frankel did the chick that was from like real housewives in new york at first Uh she was like cry me a whatever why is she complaining she has so much money and then she watched it and even she came back and was like after i seen it i apologize like i didn't realize it was gonna be there but the uk press doubled down namely this guy morgan who is a piece of fucking work and it wasn't until he was called out by his co-host weatherman alex this is the guy who's also um biracial go to the next slide tim he's biracial so he called him out the day after tuesday morning and he was like listen and this is kind of what changed the tide on this period morgan thing he was like listen just because you went out with her once and she stopped taking your calls don't mean that we got to hear about this for the past six years, nigga. And, then here's, and, and, and he was like, and she don't have to answer your call. She don't have, she don't owe you her time. And yeah. he was like, I'm done. And he walked off and he quit the show, but he didn't really quit the show. What happened was the day before he was going so hard, like he doubled down so hard the day before he was questioning whether she was actually suicidal. He was questioning. He basically was like, she's a pathological liar. I don't believe anything she ever fucking said out of her mouth. And then 41,000 people in the UK wrote into the station. and was like, we are filing complaints because this is now the shit is obvious that this nigga is wild for the night. And yeah. then it's all because she ghosted him. Yeah. It's like, just accept that you're whacked. Like, if you put a picture of, of Pierce Morgan and the nigga that she's with now next to each other, who you gonna pick? Right. right. Like, I'm not, not nobody with that much chin. No. Yeah. Like, like no. stop acting like you you a damn model. Like, no, she ghosted you because she was trying to be nice. Uh, anytime yeah. you get ghosted, it's because they're doing you a favor. Right. And, and I've also, been ghosted a slew of times. So much older me. than her. Yeah. He's so much older than her, Mia. You're absolutely yeah. right. But Mia, do you think that okay, put it like this. Do you 
have you ever experienced a man like Piers who was like, you've cut them off and they were like, I'm going to figure out a way to ruin you? Because that's pretty much who he's, he's what he's saying. Like, Let me see. Have I? Uh, I'm so warm and accepting. So um, I, <laughs> I can't <think> of <laughs> My heart's open to everybody. I can't. Uh, I mean, I. I can't think of anything like, I mean, I've had people, I mean, professionally, if I disagreed with them, I've had people, you know, start talking trash about me because they're like, oh, I don't, I don't know about Mia. And it's like, this is just because I didn't agree with you, not from a dating standpoint, but it's almost just a, you're a black woman and how dare you, how dare you have a problem with something I said. So you throw the romantic twist in if that's, you know, if that's what it was. And then he extra ego is hurt. So, yeah. Akeem, yeah. any man, any man try to ruin your life after you laid it on him one good time? Uh, no. <laughs> yeah, Akeem. I've never, I've never, I mean, I've never been in a situation where there's anything to ruin. I've always, like, this, <laughs> the best that I've ever been doing is currently right now. <laughs> so, like, I've never been in a place. Now they can ruin some some shit, but it's a it's a, it's a pandemic, so I'm not even. I haven't done gay stuff since October, if we're being honest. Uh, <laughs> no. Oh, Lord. Do you mean, uh, sex? Gay stuff? You still call Correct. it gay stuff? You yeah. You're you so new. You're so new. <laughs> Damn it, Akeem. <laughs> I had Sydney Washington and Paris Sachet on a couple weeks ago, and they got into an argument about um, lesbianism versus bisexuality. And, and I love Paris and Sydney. And that Paris is a traitor to the gay community because she sold herself as a lesbian. Now she's saying she's bisexual. She's and always said she was bi. Yeah, that's what I thought. Well, yeah. And I said, I said, Sydney, how you over here policing somebody? You just turned gay like eight years ago. <laughs> and she was like, So I got eight. I am about to be 10 years tenured. So since she said. <laughs> Oh, not ten years. years ago. That's why it's cute that you still say gay stuff because you're still a new gay. <laughs> it's funny because I've always known Paris as as bi. I I never I never. I I guess people just give off that vibe just because she's so. I mean, she gets off that lesbian energy that people yeah, yeah. just assume. But yeah, it's like we we figured out uh, Paris is a whole nigga. She's like me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, nigga energy. Like, um, what the fuck? What's up? Let's do it. I love you. Paris. Paris and she always looks so fly. I've never seen her. Uh, we, I remember we, we, she was in LA and she she texted me. She's like, I'm going to be in LA. I'm like, oh my God, let's get lunch. And I was wearing not, I was wearing just a je- jeans, swim trunks, and just regular ass glasses. And this this bitch was dressed to the nines. I'm like, this is, I'm like, I'm going to, I can't be going out to get lunch with you because now, now it's like, I look busted. Like, I can't keep doing this. Yeah, yeah I, I thought about that. I thought about like stepping my day to day fashion game up, and I'm working on it. I mean, I am wearing a shirt that I just bought from Target. But I needed a denim shirt though. So this is like a staple. We're gonna say this is a staple, right? A staple. No, that's a, no, that's a, that's a, that's a, that's a good look to have. I feel like, yeah. I feel like if you say everybody has to have fill in a the blank, then you sh- it's okay for you to have. Like everybody needs a black t shirt. Everybody needs a yeah. denim shirt. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I have this denim jacket. I lost it in Alabama. You need a denim jacket. Okay. All right. We're getting distracted. Okay. <laughs> um, Tim, you can skip this photo and go to the next story. Um, so something that came out today on Twitter is that The weekend, who just finished performing at the Super Bowl, is done with the Grammys. He said he stated that he, show his picture, he um, 
he doesn't look this attractive, but that, I mean, this is a good photo. This is a really good photo of him. Um, he said that he is not going to allow his record label to submit him anymore for the Grammy nomination process because he's been snubbed this year. And the reason why he's been snubbed, because low key, um, even when I watched the Super Bowl, I was like, damn, he has a lot of fucking songs. Like he's had a really solid 10 year career so far. And his latest project has been on the charts for over 65 weeks. That's for oh. a year. Yeah. Um, yeah. He's one of the he's one of the top selling male artists of our time. He's had more top 10 and top five hits um, than a lot of people. And so he's saying, like, where's my fucking flowers at? Yeah. I mean, I guess you can ask for your flowers, I guess. Yeah, sure. Go right ahead. My, you know? my, I, I think it's like, my thing is like, I, I see where he's coming from, but what is, so you opting out of the Grammys, what is that going to solve? Because now you're never going to get a Grammy. Like, you, like right. I don't understand his logic behind it. Like, I can understand being mad about it and, and speaking out about it and protesting about it and, and all that other stuff. But like, I don't understand why you well so I think this this ties into this ties to another conversation but basically when you are a person of color you have to be very realistic about what what you want your acceptance to look like and very so true. I think I think that he went from being like I, I've done all the work. I have all the hits. I have all the you know, the previous Grammys. I wrote the songs. I performed the songs. He's had a sold out tour. Like he's like, I you told me I need to do all these things. I've done all these things. So naturally I should be nominated and you don't nominate me. Now I am no longer invested in your charade of a a business or a life. I'm just gonna do what the fuck I want to do. So I think it all depends on where you draw the line. Yeah. 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 yeah, And I mean, that's a, I think, I think that's a beautiful explanation. Yeah. Cause there is that thing where when you, especially as a, as a black artist, where is that thing of, am I mainstream? Am I, you know, how am I labeled and how will people, you know, how will people view me? So that comes across pretty much in anything in a, whether it's comedy, whether it's, you know, music, any, acting all that kind of stuff so i mean yeah. but i guess yeah if you go ahead and opt out he's just like yeah, okay but but maybe that'll work out for him where he's just like i can now focus on my art and other shit whatever that may be so yeah because i mean you, he doesn't need a grant i think it's i don't know i think we put too much weight in those awards and in those because if you think about all those awards for lack of a better terms the white awards like yeah grammy oscar um Emmy, like they're all we just talked about how they didn't have any people of color in their voting body for the the, the hollywood foreign press has no people the, of color. Yeah. yeah so it's like yeah. we, we at the end of the day it's like eventually you're gonna get tired of sucking and driving for motherfuckers yeah. so, so i, I can understand why he would put i mean so i guess i i'm doubling down on i'm reversing what i said earlier <laughs> listen yeah. Akeem, this show is all about growth, okay? So yeah. I <laughs> Just get your money the weekend. Get your money yeah. and forget it all. Just do whatever. But it is those plastic do. surgery pictures were creepy as fuck, and I was, I it was scared. scared. Me. Yeah, I, I did, was yeah. legit terrified. Yeah. He yeah. was interesting from the rip, like from from the rip. I was like, I guess, like you know, I don't get it, but yeah, he's you know he's talented. It's not a voice that I would want to hear a whole album of. <laughs> Yeah, falsetto and all that. Not a whole album. 
I don't. I mean, I agree. Come on now. There's certain people I don't want to hear a whole album. Like Nelly Furtado, when she first came out, I was like, I don't need to hear more than one song. I hate her. Hey, I, that song, that song, I'm like a bird, is my I'm least really? favorite song on the planet. Like, I, I, I love that song. Like, when I hear that song, I get angry. Like, I'm mad right now. It's, it's a, it's a nightmare of a song. Do, do you feel that way? Like the way I feel about Return of the Mac? Yeah. <laughs> Return of the Mac. Yes, she no. does. Why do you like Return of the Mac? Return of the Mac. I she hates that song. I cannot. If that song comes on, I am livid. Really? Livid. Oh my gosh. Okay. Let me now. Let me think. Is there a song that I hate? Um, <laughs> you know, I don't know. I can't remember off top of. First of all, I I can actually tell you, I used to hate, and I still don't like it. Jay Z's Hard Knock Life with the Annie chorus because I was like, why y'all bumping to this shit? This shit is a fucking hot Broadway musical. Okay. I thought it was weird when I first heard it. It was I love it, but I can understand why you hate it, but I like it a lot. No, it had to grow on Yeah. Yeah. No, we're not talking about Lizzo. You know, no, we're not talking about Lizzo. He's fine. Whatever. <laughs> Um, <laughs> look, I need, I need to know what episode that refers to so I can go back and watch it. No, no, no. <laughs> no, you know what it is? I, 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 that's a song. She, Brooke is one of my dearest friends. So she's trying to get me to, to say what I don't like about Lizzo and it's not her music. So I, she's just trying to <sighs> off my game. But since you bring it up, I'll fucking say it. Cause I don't give a fuck. I, and this is not me body shaming. And if I get canceled, you can send the fucking check to Brooke. And New York City tell her to bail me out of cancel court. Lizzo's bra situation irritates my spirit. Her cup is never tight. The, the street um. loose. I just, I whenever I see her, I just want to, I just want, you know, you know, Mia, you got to get down. You know how you, yeah, somebody, you yeah, know, no, I know, just let know me meet up into the cup of the, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I, no. I just want her to go in there and just lift <laughs> the titty me up. A lift and yank. Which is, yeah, that's it. That's it. I mean, she's a lovely girl. She's gorgeous. She's beautiful. I love that she she's is. body. That's just the only thing that I just, it's a pet peeve of mine. Um, so if I get canceled, that would be Brooke. Okay. Um, next story. Speaking of inappropriately touching, Governor Cuomo of New York State um, is now under fire and is being asked Ooh. to sign for allegedly manhandling several women in his administration, including uh. having one woman take the sexual harassment course that they were supposed to take together for him because he didn't want to go. Jesus. So <laughs> what? That's the class he needed oh. to go to. Oh, Cuomo, <laughs> come on, man. Now, he looks like he's about to turn to stone. Listen, you could. I feel like the, the, if we looked at every single man who has sexually um, approached somebody, like you know, sexual harassment or sexually groping, I feel like there's something on their face that you would that that lets you know that they do it. Something in the eyes or something. I don't know. Oh, it, yeah. There's a, there's some about an essence for sure because I've been around some people in general. Where I'm like, oh, I got to stay. He got oh, that little slide mm -hmm. neck, that little gross old little like it looks like a little like a um like a fun slide, but he's not having fun. 
No, not when you've been accused of yeah. so much harassment. No. Yeah. That's that's stressed in his neck from that all the lies he's been telling. Mm-hmm. That's what that is. Now people are saying that they think that this is just awkwardly perfect timing now that you know the all of the criminal justice uh, cases against uh he who should not be named are coming mm. and so they're like if you push out Cuomo then they'll probably put somebody in office who can you know pardon him and it's like if if Cuomo leaves and his lieutenant governor who is also a democrat idiot <laughs> going to be the governor they're not going to kick out a democrat and put in a republican so they can pardon Trump like y'all really out here thinking believing in lizard people and my fucking pizza gate and just saying anything and not knowing how things work it's mm-hmm. very upsetting yeah um yeah. speaking of i don't even have a segue for this one because i'm already <laughs> on thin ice because somebody somewhere <laughs> is gonna think that i was by because i told her to lift her titties up so <laughs> i'm not even trying to get into the crosshairs of the lgbtqi community with this next story so ladies and gentlemen Uh-oh. um <laughs> And then I really love mm. a rainbow with a um a mm, That is strategic. <laughs> strategic. Akeem, that's gonna be your next Photoshop. I shouldn't okay, even do it, it baby. You know, I, I got, got a bunch of rainbow shirts. Yeah. Okay. Um. Next. Um. Next slide, Tim. Uh. Okay. So this is Mr. C. The finisher. Um. Who who goes by the finisher, which has a double meaning now. Um, so Mr. C is a hip hop veteran. His uh, claim to legend fame is that he discovered Biggie Smalls at the time. Biggie Smalls is now, you know, notorious B.I.G. And he was a DJ for him. So he's been around forever. But over the course of his um, career, there was always rumors locally in New York, where I'm from, that he was always out here getting busted for soliciting prostitutes. But not mm-hmm. just prostitutes. He would solicit. He was soliciting at the time um, crossdressers. This is this is how far back this goes. That they was called crossdressers back then. Mm-hmm. Um, and then trannies, you know. And I'm sure he still says tranny. Um, and then now transgender women. So here is a recent clip of him on a podcast, really stepping into his truth. So people thought you like that- trannies, though. Yeah, that's what I do, bro. That's you know what you me. Do. You know what I do. That's what I do. It's, it's well documented. Like- I mean, I've I, I've answered that question way back when, when when I got arrested in 2011 and 2013. We got new new people. Yeah, I know. I know we got new people. I don't. I consider myself trisexual. I'll try anything. Okay. Hey, I respect it. <laughs> I respect it. I'll try anything. I respect Not anything. It. Okay. Yo, Mayno, who was a rapper that was sitting next to him, being like, "Yo, what the fuck did I get myself into?" He couldn't handle it. He could not handle it at all. No, but see, this is the funny thing about that clip is that he's Mayno started it. Mayno said, "You like trannies, right?" Which was a dig, right? Low key. Yeah. What yeah. he what he didn't anticipate was saying the ownership and. And yeah, no, that was that was amazing. I actually I I was like, good on you, because a lot of people won't do it and, you know, say a lot of different things. And I like that he was just straight up like, I already told y'all what I do. Yes. Yes. This is what I like. And and Mano should know better than that. He should have known better than to ask a man who's been popped by the 
fucking vice squad dozen yeah. times. For yeah, he was trying to set him up. That's what he was trying to yeah. do. Yeah. And he didn't expect him to be so honest with him. Honestly, <laughs> honesty will destroy some people. So yeah, say that again. Say it one more time. Hold on. Honesty wait, wait, will wait, destroy wait, wait. some people. One more time, really big. Go ahead. Uh oh. Uh oh. Honesty <laughs> will de destroy some people. Look at you. Uh oh. There we go. <laughs> um. But I'm glad that he is speaking his truth because I remember hearing stories about it for such a long time. And and that is so true, Akeem, what you just said, because every time people have tried to not attack me, but like, you know, tried to throw a dig at me about anything in my life. The moment I say, yeah, and they're completely yeah. deflated. The, I, oh, I, yeah, because yeah. then they don't have any more power because like if right. you admit to it. Yeah, I remember. I remember this happened. Like this is like when I had just came out. This is like four or five. Whenever I came out, I don't remember. It was a long time ago. Uh, I had just came out. And we were at the uh, at a comedy club at an open mic afterwards, and we're like talking. Everyone's making jokes, and this comic came up. But he didn't know who I was. He didn't know me. We were all making. We were like roasting him, and everyone was dying because we were like making fun of him really bad. And then he's like, he looked at me. He's like, yeah. He was like, you would think that you sound gay. Blah 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 blah. And I'm like, oh yeah, I'm gay. And then everyone started laughing, and then I just kept on making fun of him, and he just didn't know what to do. He was like, "Oh, oh, snap! You, oh, you are gay! Oh, damn!" That right. is, that's um, that's always my favorite thing to see, though. Because <laughs> now he has to think about other other things to say. Because like it's only roasting his head was like you're gay. I'm like, oh yeah, dude, I, I talked about that on stage. But anyway, <laughs> like, like like he's sharing something new with you, and you're like, yeah, I mean me. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I'm, and I learned that Penny Penny, you are very insightful. Penny Penny says, uh, "Were you bullied as a child?" Yes, I was tremendously bullied. I write about it in my book "F Your Diet," which is available where all books are sold, as well as audio books because I recorded the audio as well. That is fyourdiet.com. Um, yeah, I was bullied, and that's part of the reason why I'm probably a stand-up comedian today, or just a person who can like speak about my feelings without being worried about people's uh, opinion of me because I gave that up so long ago. Like before I even started going to therapy, I gave that up so long ago. Um, so yeah. Um, all right. Next story. So we haven't talked about um, white male privilege for a long time. Oh, we kind of talked about Piers Morgan, but um, this one kind of reminded me, oh yeah, that's right. They could do whatever the fuck they want. Uh, Matthew McConaughey has said that he is contemplating running for the governorship of Texas, his famous home state. Mm -hmm. And he's going to win because <laughs> America is stupid. And Texas is, is extra stupid. Extra stupid. I, I mean, <laughs> America is stupid and Texas is the capital. And if you live in Texas, you might actually believe that because you don't know the capital. Cause you have no idea, none, none. Yeah, it's he's he's gonna win because yeah. people people because the people are gonna vote for Matthew McConaughey. They're gonna be like, oh, let's vote for insert whatever big movie he was in that they know. Cause you know how some some famous actors you know them as some place. Like for instance, you know, yeah, um, the the nigga Morpheus. The nigga who played Morpheus, you know him as Morpheus. I don't even know his name. That's how much you know him as Morpheus. Yeah. <laughs> Here yeah. it is. I'm a cancel my black card. He's but been like so forty years and you're like <laughs> and a game fan. <laughs> a game that left out everything. He was in he was in uh, yeah. what's it called? Boys in the Hood. Boys yeah. in the Hood. He, he was, was in, in what? Uh, uh motherfucking um Was he in Apocalypse Now? 
uh, Apocalypse Now when he was 17 years old, directed by Yeah. I'm not a pop culture motherfucker. I just know that that's Morpheus. And when people go to the polls and see that white dude, they're going to be like, oh, that's yeah. so I can't yeah. think of any movie he's in. That, that's Interstellar. Oh, Interstellar. Okay. There it is. I, I'm, I'm pushing back on this theory because I can't name a single character that Matthew McConaughey played. Neither can I. I just assumed y'all could. I just know the phrase. I just I do remember he was in when he in he was in a time to kill. That's all I know. I don't know nothing else. Same. What was his name in a time to kill? I don't know. White lawyer. That's all I know. I don't know what his name was. White lawyer who saved the day. That's but it. Goes to show you how there's so many levels of A-list stars, and they really all serve a different purpose. Like oh. he's going to give you a good uh, portrayal, but it's not. It's not like a career breaking. And sometimes, sometimes no. you think about these actors, and you think, are they a good actor, or were they just hot and white? So this yeah. is. Segue. And can read. Yes. Yeah. So I just got finished um, watching a great docu-series on Netflix entitled They Gotta Have Us. And it's about Black directors, cinema <gasps> writers. Yes. I gotta watch it. And it was produced in the UK. And so they have a good uh, a good mix of American Black um, directors and, and actors and, you know, producers. Like, if they are an actor, they also ended up becoming a producer or writer, not just actors. It's about behind the scenes. And so they have a good mix of British and American. And the argument came up about how British actors are coming here and stealing Black actors' work. And somebody, an American Black uh, man, actor, producer, director, he raised a good point, which I kind of agree with. The British get, they get like for real acting training. Like they for real go to school for years oh. to become an actor, a thespian, a Shakespearean. Like you got to like pass courses to become a Shakespeare. Like a class. It's like, it's like low key how women got to go through courses and training to be like a Zuma instructor. Like you need to go through like courses and training to call yourself a Shakespearean actor. And so they have the range and they have the chops. And you know, whenever you do see British actors, they know how to do the accents. Like the kid who is the lead in Snowfall, he's British, but yeah. he did a Jay Z. Oh, that dude! Oh, yeah, he talk like he did another interview. Whenever you see him doing interviews in late night, he does an impression, and he sounds just like the people. Uh, yeah. He did. He has a great Kendrick Lamar impression. So they have the range, right? And so when they come here and they have the range, they get the gritty roles. Whereas to your point, Akeem, there are a class of American actors, white and black. Who are just attractive. Yeah. And they just get to come on and say their lines, take their shirt off. And then yeah. as they get older and they start to look all wrinkly, yeah. then they start to do more gritty roles. But when they fucking young, it's all romantic comedy, romantic yeah. comedy, romantic like, comedy. If we're being honest, Zach Efron's fine. Is he a good actor? Honestly, I'm not gonna lie. I don't think so. But I just I like know. to see him without a shirt. So that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. I, I can't name it. I can't name any memorable role that I've seen. I was like, you know what? He was that was a good one. I could just be like, oh yeah, you saw his butt in that one. Like <laughs> so this, and he's in a lot of stuff. He's in everything. Stuff. Yeah, I don't know what he's been in. I, I think he is, um, especially now that he's older and he's no longer playing like a valley, a valley boy or a surfer kid anymore. But Keanu motherfucking Reeves. Okay. He got some, he got a je ne sais quoi to him. When I see him, I'll be like, go ahead and kill all of the motherfuckers. They killed your dog. Go ahead, go ahead, daddy. <laughs> go ahead, daddy. 
Go ahead, Joe. Wait. You spend money on your book. He he adds that thing. I mean, yeah, yeah. Not that works for him, but he's not a great actor. He just does the shit like Liam Neeson. Liam Neeson is a was a good actor, and he got to a point he was like, "Give me everything that I can do easy," which is threaten people. Yeah, I'm a threaten people in every movie. That's what I can do. I so date I everyone. Yeah, I was gonna say I, you were so ready. I was like, I <laughs> that. Uh, well, I work. men obviously. Uh, <laughs> um, you date internationally, men obviously. Okay, there you go. We out here. We out here trying to get people find love. Find love. Please, please get to get him a boo. Somebody. <laughs> okay, we have uh, one more story, ladies and gentlemen. This has been fun. We really it has made. been fun. Yes, um, uh, girl. <laughs> This girl, I mean, yeah. like she waited the 30 day probation period <laughs> after Trump left office to make sure that she would use the state and clear her name. You know what I'm saying? Like, is he really, really not going to be president? Because I need to know what I need to do for my future. Um, <laughs> Stacey Dash, she, you know, what I'm saying? just show, show the picture of Stacey Dash real quick so people can see. This is Stacey Dash. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> oh, that is the best caption. That is the best goddamn oh. caption. Yes, um, that's a lifetime movie. That is I'm, a lifetime movie. I'm so glad that y'all see that. I, listen, y'all. All right, I'm sorry. This is me just being all like emotional right now. I'm PMSing. Um, listen, y'all. I really be doing all these graphics myself, and I, you know, I know I want to grow the show and get us like really nice and fancy and polished, but there's still a certain things that I want to keep as gritty and raw and very like you know, relatable. And so I like when y'all be liking my little captions and shit, because I'm a shady bitch on the low, and y'all be catching it. So I appreciate y'all for seeing my hard work. Oh, a fool um, is beautiful. Beautiful. Um, Good job. So basically Stacey Dash came out after Groundhog's Day and was like, it's close clear. Who do I need to side with in, in the race war? And she went into an interview with uh, the British press, by the way. The fucking okay. British press. She did the mirror and UK, the UK mirror. So that, that also makes me question, like, how serious were you? Because you went on with it first. You could right. She could have went to the Breakfast Club and told Charlemagne and them. She could have went to BET. She yeah. could have had a time of atonement. You could have had um fucking uh patty labelle hemming in the background like they brought fucking um you know people yeah. back to wakanda like whatever she could have just definitely had her moment to like embrace blackness she should have been baptized in the lake of uh, lake minnetonka to let <laughs> she, us know that she was fucking but, real but she um, ain't what she want she don't want that this is what she had to say please oh i'll play it i got it tim <sighs> i've lived my life being angry oh. you know i'm which was what i was on fox news you know, I was the angry, conservative black woman. And at that time in my life, it was uh, who I was. <laughs> I cannot. I can't. Um, I just want to say... I thought her head was going to explode when she said black woman. Like, I felt oh. like she was like, ah, I got to stop calling myself a black woman. <laughs> <laughs> she is so fair weather. She's so oh, she's a nightmare. And it wasn't and it wasn't nobody at that interview that could have got her some blotting papers for that no, face. Went to the British press and you see how they treat women of color. They said they left her just as wet looking as I mean, let them put you on here looking foolish. <laughs> looking like a fool, as you said, looking 
Yeah, she. Oh, I just, those earrings are ridiculous. Those earrings look like ornaments. They look like she went to she went to a Christmas that, store and took them earrings off of somebody's damn Christmas tree. Because first of all, I think one guy. I think one guy knotted up on the on his own pearls. And yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. You, know, you gotta wear goofy shit like that when you become a conservative, especially a woman of color. You got to be loud and gaudy. You got to. And yeah. the jewels. Oh, those are she those is are just unnecessary. And look, she probably she probably was like, what was it? Autumn Autumn Q people that are like, Trump's gonna be inaugurated March the fourth. She was like, Well, March the fourth is passed, so <laughs> I can talk now. You know, yeah, that's yeah. It's like you just not working. That's all that is. Like you you're not working and ain't nobody listening to him, so because Fox to, don't need because Fox to, don't need you anymore because they already yeah. lost. So yeah. like, well, we don't need black conservatives anymore. We can yeah. get rid of you, y'all, the Hodge twins, all these. We don't need y'all. Yeah. <laughs> like, just, oh my gosh, wait, can you please update me on the Hodge twins? Like, what what are they doing now? I have no idea. I just know that they're awfully they're terrible at stand up. I know that. I mean, they were always there. I mean, fun mm. fact about the Hodge twins is that I. Yeah, I don't care. Um, their agent <laughs> met with me because they wanted me to help write their jokes. Yeah, they wanted me to help because they, oh. they, they were going on the road and they were they were about to tour all over the country. And so I yeah. had a meeting with the agent, like, "Can you help us help them come up with an hour?" Because they don't have any fucking jokes. And I told them how much I wanted, which was like twenty five hundred dollars, which wasn't even a lot. I mean, really, yeah. you think about somebody about to sell someone who sold out like thirty fucking dates, like, yeah. like not even dates, <sighs> like thirty fucking clubs, you know, yeah, each and multiple nights at each club yeah. sold out with no fucking jokes. Yeah, and I think I I quoted like twenty five hundred dollars, and they never hit me back. I, but they said through the grapevine, they was like she was charging too much money, and I was like, "That's a deal." So yeah. but that's why. But this is also many. This is before they started like hitting the road. This is before they went to like the alt conservative land. This is like oh. they just started popping up, um, and that's why I believe they went super alt. Right, because yeah. they didn't have to come up with jokes. They could just exactly. Yeah. It's, uh -huh. it's it's just like if you're if you're a minority, and then if you say that you're also conservative, it's oh. to them it's like it's like okay, because if I was if I was a Republican, if I was like a gay black Republican, nigga, I'd oh. be selling out all over because they'd be like, oh, we can use oh. you for as sure a thing, as a yeah, novelty. Yeah. So. Yeah. They're not funny, so they're like, well, we'll just sell out. They're decent, they're decent looking. They're, they have the twin thing going, and even with that, they couldn't sell tickets. They couldn't sell tickets with with two gimmicks, so they needed a third gimmick. <laughs> like that's the only way they could sell tickets. They needed that three gimmick. Uh, it's two of y'all, and <laughs> y'all got abs and no jokes. That's it. Like it's ridiculous. Yeah, I, I'm trying to I'm trying to pull up an image of them because somebody was like, "What did it look like?" Give me one second, and I'm gonna pull them up. Um, but I, I feel like that's that's my issue with people like Stacey Dash and coming and saying that they apologize and you know um, want to make amends for all of the shit that they did because I feel like just tell the real reason. This is the Hodge yeah. twins. This is the Hodge twins, y'all. This is them. Um, and that was their big gimmick, being like no filter, like we say whatever we want, and then yeah. it turned into like black people are lazy. And yeah, then, yeah, uh, exactly. Then, you know, uh, uh, y'all too busy eating your fried chicken to fill out a job. Uh, you know, like yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's a hot choice. Um, yeah. but this is my thing about 
the Stacy the Dashes of the world when they want to make their amends. Tell the I will respect you more if you told the truth. Just say I needed money. Thank you. I yeah, would 100% I agree. agree. Yep, just you, you know how easy it is to come back to black Americans and be like, I'm a real child, a bitch was broke, <laughs> you know, and I have to do that. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Right. And I, I, the check stopped coming, so it's time for me to be who I really I will respect that more so than you saying, I was I was just so confused and I just, yeah, didn't, I, don't I was just angry. I was I angry. Can't. Angry at who? You you was you was angry. That box to stop signing her checks. That's what she was angry at. She, she yeah. Had, listen, Stacy Dash ain't been around black people since she said goodbye to her cousin Damien at the family reunion. <laughs> the what? What was the, the last thing she was? What was it? The, the, what was the video? The, the Kanye video? Like that was the last time she was like, down. That was the last time she was around. Yeah. 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 I used yeah. to work for their family, uh, for for our brother Derry and and their mother. What? And um, they uh, uh, she's she's estranged at this point. That ain't fucking her. Really? You you have to estrange her. Yeah. You 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 have uh, to estrange her. <laughs> had to write her off. Like she legit was on Fox News for like two years straight. You have to estrange. You ain't you ain't you ain't bringing your fucking little frail ass over here for none of grandma uh cake and, and, and mac and cheese. You ain't getting no ribs, bitch. Yeah, I'm not fixing you no plate. Nah. <laughs> Yeah, that's the ass over there. But I, I like how she was like, you know, January 6th was that was the bridge that was too far for me. And it's like, is that what it was? Was that it, Stacey? Yes, like, uh, Stacey Dash is an actress. She was in Clueless, she was great in Clueless. And yeah. and, and also I I know um eventually there will be studies about this. We need to have like a really smarty arty, you know, BIPOC person who loves pop culture to really do an academic deep dive into this. But we really truly do not understand, or maybe we underestimate the psychological and emotional impact being pushed out of white Hollywood does on a black or brown person. Mm, That's and when Great you point. get a taste of Akeem, how who are you swiping on the apps? Because you keep switching your fucking rotation on your phone. No, no, no. I was yeah. accidentally. I had a notification, an, an email, so I was texting no. it out of it. No, he just what you do all the time. Ten minutes. You keep tell them niggas you see them later. This is this is you, Akeem. Every, every you time always. Because, okay, so what happens is when you do a fancy thing, I wasn't going to say anything, but now I will call it out. When you do a fancy thing, like you add something new to the thing, <laughs> one of you freeze. So for Mike, I'm on my phone. So for right now, Chloe is frozen uh-huh. and Mia isn't. So the, so I exit out and come back in to unfreeze the two of you. Like What did Chloe thinking. say earlier? She would just, if you just told the truth, <laughs> she would respect you. I didn't know you guys noticed. I didn't know it, it was on your end that I was coming in and out. So I didn't know. You don't you don't think we're gonna see your head go from here to here every single time you I didn't know that's what was happening. I just, no one said anything, so I assumed nothing was happening. Because right now Chloe is still frozen. We are watching you look at your outfit. We can't look away. Huff, huff, huff. What you got on the snuggle cuff? What's on the hat? What's on your hat? Uh, Jigglypuff, Jigglypuff, Pokemon. Yeah, they got they out here. They they oh. they they checking the room out. Oh. They see that your head, your um your your bedding matching your outfit, and matching the stuff on the. We we. I love you. I love this gay penguin. That's my uh preacher's mom painted that. Miss Lawson, preacher's mom painted that. 
didn't know that's where your penguin came from. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is so cute. Look at you getting crafts for your LGBT fan. Oh, mm-hmm. came. Um, oh my God. Anyway, um, <sighs> as I was saying, I do believe that there is some psychological and emotional baggage that people have when you think about when you think about the black people who were who were about to pop or who were popping in white Hollywood, and when that shit crashes, and what they have to do to remain relevant and all the other stuff. I think there's a connection there. I don't know. Yeah, and just being, you know. Me um eating clean and, and being in tune with the universe. Yeah, she's gonna try to be on uh soul soul plane or something. She's <laughs> soul plane two is gonna come out and she's gonna try to she's gonna try to be in that movie to try to get her, see her to doing, get back with the she people. Gonna, she's gonna do infomercials, she's gonna be selling something at three o'clock in the morning. Oh uh, own life she's gonna be in a lifetime movie where she play herself. That's oh, what she's gonna do. She look and exactly it's, the same. Yeah, yeah, and it's yeah, and it's gonna, it's gonna be called a dash of ignorance. That's what it's gonna be called. <laughs> a da- followed by the sequel, a fool. <laughs> I, I cannot. Oops, I can't even top that. Thank you guys for being such great guests this evening. You guys are amazing. Thank you, Thank you so much for having Thank us. Thank you, Chloe. I had so Thank much fun. And, and really quickly, can you just tell people again where they can follow you? Um, Mia, I'll start with you. Guys, I uh, at Mia Comedy. I'm on Instagram and Twitter. So just come find me. I'm out here in the streets. Mia Comedy. Mia Comedy. Okay. Mia Comedy. And Akeem, where can folks support you? At Akeem Woods, A-K-E-E-M Woods. And I, I have all my tournaments out there, Tampa, Florida, Austin and all that stuff. And that's it. Akeem Woods. There you go. Everybody's saying thank you. The audience loves you. The Co-Americans are so appreciative. And I had so much fun with you as well. Thank you guys for being here. Thank you. Mine choose you. That's cool. Thank you. I love to have you guys both back on. Um, and that's to nice. everybody else, I mean, I'm going to just talk to the Co-Americans. I'm going to let y'all go. I'm going to just talk to the Co-Americans. Thank y'all for being here. And I'll, I'll Thank you so much for having us. Thank you. Um, so, Co-Americans, uh, thank you guys for being who you are. Look at Tim on it tonight. Uh, please donate to the show if you have it in your heart. If you don't, just tell somebody about the show that's just as good, if not um, low-key better. Because um, I don't care if I pay Tim or not, but I really want y'all to speak the gospel of this show and just how much fun we I have. I know you don't care and you still ain't paid me. Fuck us up with that, yo. I'm sick of your ass. And then 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 gonna hit me up all anxious and shit earlier talking about oh we gotta work on the lights. I'm like, yeah, we said we gonna we growing the show. We we still gonna go to show anyway. A part of growing the show is ladies and gentlemen, you can donate to the show, which donates to the Tim Fund. Um, and you can also just tell a friend to watch the show. So Here's all the information below to donate, Venmo, Cash App, PayPal, and Patreon. I thank you all for supporting. We will be here next week with a brand new episode. And I'll see y'all in the DMs. And hit me up and tell me how your weekend is going. You know, we be talking, Cole Americans. We be kicking in the DM. We be talking to everybody. All right. I love y'all. See you next week. Bye.
Yo, I took your ass off. You put your ass back on. I did not touch myself at all. The show is still on, Tim. In the show. Oh, I know it's still on. I don't care. Bye.